I need to keep my whips about me. Okay. <laughs> you, you, I think that the episode was good. Last that would make you the only wit on the show. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I had a really mean burn to make just now. Go for it. No, I don't want to. Is it against us? <laughs> yeah, it would have been against you, and I don't want to dunk on my friends. Oh, no, that's okay. Go for it. <laughs> no, I don't remember it now. Them. It's what we call the assist in podcast. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I don't remember it now anyway, so. Okay, well, if you think about it later, you're still on Skype. <laughs> I mean, it's not going to be, it wasn't going to be good. Oh, okay. I just, I just had the impulse to dunk. You have, and then you it was like, dunks, oh. Though. You can dunk. You are listening to the Liquid Flannel Podcast. Thanks for tuning <laughs> in. I'm one of your hosts, Matthew Hodges. Joining me, not as always, in Arlington, Texas, is the great... Charles Williams, uh, Chuck, why are you in my house? It was open. <laughs> it's, it's, it, it was open. So this is unexpected. It seems pretty nice. I think I'm gonna stick around for a couple months. Right. You know, <laughs> you, you got golf clubs here. Yeah, I can sure. learn how to play some golf. <laughs> so the only things in my room are, uh, you know, accoutrements of the things that I like to do. So. Right. <laughs> No, this is great. I think I can co-op this okay. All right. Um, yeah. No, actually, uh, my partner had a National Communication Association conference down here in the beautiful Dallas, Texas. So I thought, why not tag along in the stowaway compartment? And sure. Enjoy. And here bit, I am. A little bit warmer weather than... Yeah, man, definitely. You know, it's nice being able to get out of the airport and it's you know over 50 degrees it felt like a heat wave it's so <laughs> so. weird though when you're uh, like you had to wear a coat onto the airplane and when you get off it's like what do i do with this yeah well i mean i only brought i brought a fleece and a hoodie but man you're layering i was layering that's some that's some good uh boy scouts stuff. yeah i was gonna say man right? the, the boy scouts taught me a lot of good <laughs> stuff so well and of course <laughs> as always we bring you it wasn't just gonna be me and chuck bullshitting in my bedroom which would have been cool oh yeah no. but we've got something cooler <laughs> we do. yeah because uh <laughs> megan at the meme vivich is with us again our uh senior chicago correspondent hell yeah senior welcome back right. welcome back thank you i'm joining over skype and i can see into matt's room right now <laughs> and speaking of and Kutra months. Uh, yeah. I don't know how to say that word. There is a machete. Oh yeah, oh, on the wall. Is I mean, it? That's, that's my that's my authentic machete. That's not the one that I used when I was in Belize, so, but it is the one that I used when I worked on multiple farms. That is my authentic machete. Yes, it hangs next to my bed in case <laughs> I wake up in a Dawn of the Dead style morning and yeah. need like a thing. Well, on my bed. I feel like a jackass now because we were just talking about uh, situational awareness before we started <laughs> Skyping. And it's it's crazy to think that, the, you know, our co-host in Illinois noticed the detail of a deadly weapon in your room. And I just walk in. I'm like, yeah, this looks nice. You know, I, I like that you've got that porch outside your room. That's attention to detail. Sure. But just not to the detail that would kill me. <laughs> So, yeah, no, that's great. 
That's great. I'm glad we're friends. <laughs> I got your back. Right? I got yeah. your back. I've got your back and your organs <laughs> spilling on the floor. No. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Well, and the lovely Brendan, you know, he's out, but not for machete reasons. You know, no, he is no. still with the lovely family in Brent beautiful Florida. He mean he's he's on vacation. Hey, no, that's good. Well, you know, he wanted PTO, except we're like, we don't pay you anyways. <laughs> so right. you know. Yep. Good stuff, Brendan. We still miss you. Hope you're having a blast, <laughs> and we can't wait for you to get back here. <laughs> yeah. So we, I mean, this week there's so much to talk about. I don't think we're even gonna need to like tease it. We have me and Chuck in one place. We've got Megan on the line. We're gonna talk about some of the things that have happened in the news for the past week. We're just gonna y'all know what we're that gonna is. Let it flow. We're gonna let it flow. We're gonna bring it to you <laughs> right away. <laughs> We do have one start, though, right? Like, we do have something very, very important. Oh, there important. are topics in mind, absolutely. <laughs> oh, no, but I'm thinking of one in particular. Oh, yes, yes. We will let you lead that in. Let us, uh, we'll, we'll take a little break and come back with that. What's up, YouTube? What's up, fam? So, I've been, uh, banned from Twitter, uh, permanently for no reason. I have, I have no idea what's going on. Um, I woke up today. I checked my Twitter account. And it says I am permanently suspended. Um, I also tried to log in my uh, Periscope account. It says I'm permanently suspended. There was no reason given. I haven't even tweeted in two days. Um, I haven't even really been on Twitter. I've been doing YouTube streaming. And this comes a week after... They banned me from YouTube for three months and then overturned it and said it was an error. Um, so I, I, I am, I'm completely pissed off. I'm completely confused. No, I, I was good. I was going to suggest that Chuck leads us in because he, it should be his. No, honor. you're the one who has the funny shit to say about it, though. I don't. I haven't. I well. haven't seen it. Well, I feel like that was a lead in in itself. So, audience, liquid flannel audience, y'all probably know this already, but you need to share this episode with everybody else so that the news can get out there. And the news that we're referring to is the fact that there is only one person whose name begins with baked and ends with Aska on Twitter. And that's me. You're listening to him because baked Alaska is banned. That's right. I did it. I actually, I did not do it, but, but I feel good to know that I've appropriated his culture. Oh, I think it, I think it must've contributed to it somewhat though. Dude, probably me. And we don't, <laughs> he's appropriating my beard. We don't need to spread the word. About baked Alaska. It was, oh, that's people true. Don't, people really ought not to know about baked Alaska. You never have to look up can, his Twitter no, account to figure out why we're people, so mad about this. No, people need to know why black people like me are pissed off all the time. And it's because fair. otherwise they're just like, man, I think it's just a natural thing for that but, Chuck guy. And it's like, why? they should just come up to me and say, dude, why are you so down? And I'd be like. You don't know Baked Alaska, <laughs> a.k.a. Anthony Genet, you know, a.k.a. Tim Treadstone, a.k.a. But is Baked Alaska the one that you would, like, I mean, I guess he's 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 a fucking nincompoop, so. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah, 100%. he's a self-owned machine. It's amazing. He's a self-owned machine, but he started out pro-Black Lives Matter. He started out rapping, being a SoundCloud rapper, hmm. you know, but... 
Apparently, someone along the line called him out for his Native American appropriation, and that turned him into an alt-right mm-hmm. Nazi. So, well, and that's uh, a, I mean, isn't that the that's the narrative that's been going on with all the like, uh, uh, Nagel? What's her name? An- Angela? Mm-hmm. Angela? Angela? Nagel? Angela Nagel? Just, just published. Uh, she has written a book about the alt-right um, that's rightfully called out as being terribly myopic, and that like. <laughs> Everything that's ever happened happened on the internet, and nothing structural around it ever happened. Wow. Uh, and she had a she had a, an article recently in the Atlantic that was like, "Where did this rise of white supremacy come from?" And it was like, <laughs> "Well, there's like blood, yeah, fortune. It's probably like video gamers like yelling the hard R at each other mm-hmm. over over games of." I'm- I'm interjecting. Go for it. Because I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be a a Nagel like <laughs> apologist here. Okay. Because she's okay. absolutely, she's absolutely fucking absurd in some some of the ways that have already been described. <laughs> okay. But but I do think it's worth putting her a little bit more in context in terms of she's doing some. Oh man. So. Uh, this is a little. This is close to me as a researcher right now. Okay. Awesome. Who is about to be um, delving into that world a little bit more, mm-hmm. and like, yeah, that shit distorts you a little. Yes, yes it makes you. <laughs> but like, welcome to the dark started, side, Megan. She has done <laughs> some interesting stuff, from what I've read. Okay. There have been some, like, he, I think one of the things that she talks about is is the way the the left has sort of self-limited in some ways by like the the the, the claims of the academic echo chamber are just absolutely those are ridiculous sure. and completely overinflated right but i do think it has like there is some there is something limiting our ability to engage with the right like in a way that's actually effective like Okay. They're so fucking far, and they're so, like they, their shit is so far away, and they're working with such profoundly different assumptions in in some ways that it's uh, that it's it's hard to like engage engage their shit where they're at. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so it makes it that divide is is worsening but yeah and i don't know how you i think the main criticism that i've seen of angela nagel is something along the lines of she has to find even though she's calling out uh in different works the same kind of mentality she kind of she seems to feel the need to find an equivalent like bad thing on the other side Mm -hmm. um so you've got like alt righties out there on like Reddit, uh, saying, I mean, just horrible things. I mean, like actually advocating for genocide yeah. and finding somebody yeah. who posted on Tumblr who probably is a <laughs> like new to social <laughs> justice terms, like like a, a teenager, a teenager who is who, who, who is developing say, like, their identity. Right. And be like, See, yeah. like, these two things are feeding each other. When one of right. them is one that you could probably roll your eyes at, the other one is probably pretty concerning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just and it's it's a total, total and complete dismissal of like the material causes, uh, like the 
like the fact that we are in like one of the most absurdly unequal societies. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. I, I, I mean, it's it's to pretend like people who were you know really militant like trans activists have any kind of the right. societal power that. Like, white supremacists have and have had throughout our entire country's history. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, like, people are fucking furious because their quality of life is going down and they need to... And it's like, no, this is not Tumblr that is fueling this shit. Yeah, right, <laughs> this is <right>. not... <laughs> there's some this real... Is not social justice some, warriors. <laughs> right. There's some truth to that anger. But that's... Honestly, I mean... I feel like there is an opportunity for outreach at least in the midwest because yeah you do get those conservatives that you you get a lot of conservatives that are struggling just like you know people on the on the left but they they truly believe that the reason they're struggling is because of the migrants you know because Mm -hmm. of that kind of shit right Um, or even just the rise of like any minority power yeah any minorities at all right and the thing is it's like Dudes, if you, it's like what Chris Rock said. If y'all are losing, who's winning? Because it ain't us, you know. It's like yeah. <laughs> you got to get them to see. Look, you know, a better world could be achieved for all of us, and that's not to shut mm-hmm. white people out of it either. I mean, and that's not to shut you know the uneducated out of it. So it's crazy. And now the second half of the premiere of the Return of the Curse of the Creatures Ghost, already in progress. He's dead. This is it. My friends, I'm afraid this is the return of the curse of the creature's ghost. But how must we stop this creature? It's not the creature we have to be afraid of, ma'am. It's the creature's ghost. I think we should be worried more about the return of the curse. Curse of the creature? The curse of the ghost! Oh! The ghost has returned with the creature's curse! So the creature put a curse on the ghost! Please, everyone, we must know what it is we're supposed to be afraid of! Is that my reputation? Am I a dunker? It's, it's, no, no, not... As a dunker, just as a great Twitter personality. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. And part of being a good Twitter personality is knowing, you know, when to when, dunk and, and when to not to dunk against Hoomst. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's like my man Willie Nelson said, you got to know when to dunk him, know when to punk him. Oh, wait, it wasn't Willie Nelson. That was no, Kenny Rogers. Holy yeah. shit. Kenny yeah. Rogers. Dude, the ghost of Willie Nelson's going to strangle me with his uh, ponytail. He's not dead. Well... In my mind, he just kind of feels. I like believe it. that the ghost of Willie Nelson is still wandering <laughs> the earth. I think the ghost of Willie Nelson is is roommates with Willie Nelson. <laughs> I, I think they share the same van. <laughs> so, ghost cannot, of Willie Nelson might end up being the title of this. I cannot let you disparage this man like that. Oh, I don't. I don't think there's any disparagement going on here. Just oh, that guess, guy I is. Guess, I'm, he's the he's the cat who lived ten lives, dude. I'm totally <laughs> down all. with Willie Nelson, and honestly, he wouldn't mind if I called him dad. 
<laughs> he knows we're all dying. And I'm also operating as if ghost is a pejorative. When right, yeah. Ghosts are fucking rad. <clears throat> yeah, they yeah, should be celebrated. Great. And they are in Latin American countries. <laughs> that's, a, de... that's an excellent point. <laughs> This is actually a big problem with uh, millennial culture because we got brought up in a culture that tells us that um, busting makes you feel good. Busting makes me feel good. And that's not, uh, you know, I I think that's actually. Well, and we were always taught, like we were always raised to not trust ghosts and to be scared (laughs) of them. Like you know, our parents like that's just used, the culture that we got brought up in. Though. They used words like swindlers and tricksters to describe yeah, them. Sure. So we always had a mistrust of ghosts. I mean, ghosts. Pol- yeah, poltergeist literally means noisy ghost. So yeah. like, just being noisy. Yeah. It, like, it's it's a it's kind of a slur against like anybody who's noisy. Yeah, they don't have like helpful <laughs> geists or anything. You know. Right. Like. Yeah. Well, like, I mean. We don't in our culture because sure. we're freaking prejudiced. But racist against ghosts. But helpful ghosts <laughs> exist. This is like holy shit. Why are we talking about this? And wasn't it like literally a Trump judicial appointee nomination or something? Was a former ghost hunter? Oh my god! Oh. Dude, hold on, are hold you on. Real? Yes, one hundred percent. We're gonna leave this rolling, but oh. you know we're gonna do that podcast magic. You Dude, know where I we cut out me ghosts, searching so it. Let's- do this uh, ju- ghost hunting judge ghost hunter okay here here's a title for y'all controversial <laughs> trump judicial nominee used to be a ghost hunter and has a cult <laughs> following for his horror novels wait like a ghost hunter on tv because like, at least i can understand no, those people no does he's he, just like he a straight up ghost them? hunter is he like one of is he like a was he one of the ones that would like shoot the ghosts or did he like just spot them and I think he was them? like, you know, go show yourself. Show yourself in this town. The sun is down. Show yourself. That's how he hunts, like the way they hunted black people back in the day. Hold on. No, like that seriously, I swear to God. Like I swear he like just walks around going, "Where are you, ghost? Show yourself." Like that kind of shit. Wait, are you uh, serious right now? You're not lying. That's what he does. No, I'm not lying. Okay, Brett oh Talley was nominated by President Trump for a lifetime federal district judgeship in Wait, Alabama. Wait, is this the same motherfucker who he's like 36? He's 36, and yes. has never tried a case. And his wife works. And his wife for- works for the, like, the Trump uh, Justice Division? Yes, yeah. So, like, and he failed to disclose And he's that. a ghost hunter? And he's a ghost hunter. That actually makes me like him more. And, uh... <laughs> it's only sympathetic. And, yeah. <laughs> and he does horror writing. <laughs> quote, uh, okay. Quote, God. I find it hilarious that no one is writing about his horror writing. He has a cult following. Stuart Stevens, 2012 Republican presidential nominee uh, for Mitt Romney's campaign or campaign manager told the Daily Beast. How did we find out about this after Halloween when we could have done like a whole liquid flannel round table on one of these guys like horror it novels. Uh, some of his books. That this didn't happen earlier. It actually is. Some of the books he's <laughs> 2017 authored is the worst year. <laughs> include Haunted Tuscaloosa, Haunted Alabama Black Belt, <laughs> and The Reborn. So... Haunted that one gas station from the horror movie that I'm aping. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. Let's see if it has a little bit more detail. Well, there 
they're calling him not qualified. Uh, so that that's kind of you know like I think that should just that you think that that would be like the last name of everybody in the Trump administration. I'm, I'm surprised that he didn't go a little bit further with it. it. Was like haunted inner city Chicago, haunted downtown Atlanta, haunted South Central Los Angeles. <laughs> right. You know. Just take it on the haunted tour. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, Brett Talley haunts America. You know, <laughs> coming to a city near you. Uh, You'll never believe what all of the ghosts have in common. Right. So Brett whistle. Talley uh, <laughs> wrote on his questionnaire to the Senate Judiciary Committee that he was a part of Tuscaloosa Paranormal Research Group from 2009 to 2010. The group, according to its website, searches for truth of the paranormal existence um, but also built up a cult following doing horror writing. I mean, literally, that's like that's like he put this shit on a resume or something. You know, like I was mean, this a part of the horror novels that he wrote that the, he would get elected? <laughs> right, <laughs> seriously, dude. He, he's like the story has not yet written itself all the way out, Megan. <laughs> the next page is for thee. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, the, so. the the actual reason that this guy hated the Ghostbusters remake wasn't because it started a bunch of women. <laughs> it was that it mimicked his life story, and or, he felt like it was getting stolen from him. No, it just it like it made him overdose because it released those dopamine levels. It, because because busting really makes him feel good. You know, we need to get some of that music in this episode. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I can't believe how how prescient that was to our talk about ghosts. But you know what? Do we have this wide range with our tentacles across the internet? Oh yeah, (laughs) all the most absurd shit. It would only be more absurd if Donald Trump actually tried to appoint a ghost to the judicial (laughs) nomination. Oh, it's like Like, it's like that. uh, What is it, Caligula? Right. Caligula had the horse. Or whatever. Right. I don't know. What? What? Yeah. Wait, are you talking about a horse? With there was Calig- some fucking. I don't, I, no, the emperor. The emperor yeah. Caligula? Just a, yeah, he like had a horse, like captain or some shit. I don't know. He like had some. I don't know. I don't know if it was him or some other. Man. Well, well, I think I think we should save that for our uh, our history podcast spinoff. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. we'll, we'll, we will figure out what was what was up with uh, Caligula and horses. Also, <laughs> Catherine the Great and horses. Dude, and that's the that could be an episode title right there. What's up with Caligula and horses? <laughs> like that would be the that would be a good T-shirt. Honestly, <laughs> that shit would go so viral, and we'd be like, God, we didn't even think for this. Shit. All right, all right. Anyway. So we we've been talking about these people who. Uh, are just like self-owned machines uh, <laughs> on social media. These people who obviously their their careers end up crumpling into themselves when something actually big comes out that people pay attention to. Sure. And we started off talking about 
Baked Alaska. Yes. Or uh, Maced Alaska, which is what we called him. Or uh, the artist formerly known as on Twitter. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, who, who himself was. How am I going to get my freaking account back? My account, 200,000 followers, was just permanently suspended for no freaking reason. I'm so livid. I'm so livid right now. So, so fucking livid. He's, he's, Why would they suspend me? I didn't do anything. I haven't even tweeted for close to two days. Go look at my account. We've talked about like, yeah, he hangs out with like a bunch of white supremacists. He's like a, yeah, he was like a one time friend and then enemy of such a company as Jack Posobiec. Milo Yiannopoulos and Mike Thernovich. Yeah, right. Mike Mike Thernovich. You know, but they all disowned him like publicly, which is really funny. And then he get he gets banned from Twitter, and everybody is dredging up all of these times when he was just like the his own worst enemy. <laughs> right. Yeah, owning himself like the time where he called netflix and they referred to him as his mom because that's <laughs> yeah, no, it was, uh, it was uh, um one of the ride sharing apps and he was like i want to i want to complain about my like uber ride oh, yeah and i was like okay debbie like please please tell us right uh you know what your specific complaint was and it's like oh it's because he's using his mom's fucking credit card right. <laughs> yeah <laughs> or like he got kicked out of the ride for being racist and then like uh, was yeah. complaining right. about that shit. or yeah. or he's uh he's complaining on twitter about you know like the the democratic party was the party in power that opposed um like abolition of slavery and started the kkk uh back in the day but you won't hear that in any history class and someone's <laughs> like well i did hear that in history class yeah. and and he responds with i was homeschooled and i didn't hear that shit right, right yeah <laughs> yeah well, and he also was like, the other day was like, hey, is is there a coup happening in Saudi Arabia? And he spelled it like C-O-O -O oh, or right. some shit. Like, he's talking about coup somewhere and spelled it like coup. Yeah, coup. coup yeah. Like uh, the, the noise a dove makes. I said, it's worth noting that this dude was homeschooled. Aww. <laughs> Not to diss all, dude, homeschool people are either brilliant as hell, like super nice and very very like well way over prepared for college or yeah. they're baked alaska the, the, oh, that's, that's literally what you get with homeschool right there so i i, I do not have parents. enough experience with this i assume <laughs> Honestly, there, me I, I have to believe there's probably some more diversity oh, than I'm just sure. this, these two categories <laughs> baked alaska and you know savant <laughs> yeah i don't know <laughs> Yeah. I personally am a fan of when he was all up in those ladies' business and filming them, and they like took his phone, his phone and destroyed it. Oh yeah, and just smacked like, it out of his hand. And he was like trying, like <laughs> desperately begging for help from the cops or something. Yeah, it wasn't even the cops. Like it was the... like some traffic cops. Yeah, yeah like, and like, these guys didn't even have like arrests. <laughs> Uh, like permissions they were just going around like giving people tickets for parking wrong yeah yeah <laughs> but like he got in everyone's face to try and help him and everyone was just like you are fucking terrible like right. go away <laughs> yeah even even though you could tell from the video that 
most of those people had no idea who he was. Right. He just yeah. was obviously like well, an just asshole. A dick. Like uh, yeah. just an asshole out in public. Well, right. And you know, in California, I mean this dude doesn't stick out from a lot of people, you know. <laughs> but like so he gets kicked off Twitter and the video that you were just showing us, Matt, he's standing outside of an in and out burger just like complaining just, about this oh like, yeah on youtube ranting. yeah he needs you know. attention so bad right 100 well and that's that's the whole brand right about a whole bunch of these yeah. uh like alt-right or i guess what they're trying to kind of groom into being mainstream right people i'm thinking about uh uncooked uh, right like right. uh tommy or tommy laren yeah, yeah who started out as kind of one of these people she's just sort of a a conservative like bomb thrower right. and <laughs> yeah she got fired conservative from bomb thrower. <laughs> she got fired from glenn beck's network but now fox news has hired her and she's not a whole lot better than oh, no. like baked alaska it's still the same well like meanie like race baiting bullshit well, she's right. got that sex appeal. She's definitely a TPUSA fan or whatever, because oh, she yeah. definitely does a lot of cross posting with them. So, no. Yeah, she appeared in uh, a Turning Point USA ad, and she's got the weirdest look on her face. It's um, <laughs> I was surprised that like her agent or... or whatever allowed this ad to go out because she's I just just got this like it's like the it's like I'm I'm sort of recognizing right now that the dog might have farted, but I'm not I haven't decided yet. <laughs> right. Sort of look on her face. Oh but, hey libs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Hopefully it's I'm owns gonna dunk them. on you, libs. Mm. <laughs> right. <laughs> Smelling dog farts to own the libs. Don't fake the <laughs> funk on a nasty dunk, oh bro. God. Oh my god. <laughs> Did you see uh, that they were eating cat food? Were they yeah. actually eating no, it? We, we, we talked it. about that on the last episode, yeah. but <laughs> did anyone actually eat cat food? Did that work? Absolutely. There's not a, it's, it's as absolutely as real as the P tape. It is it is that has certainly happened. I, I absolutely want there. to believe that that the troll <laughs> like hashtag worked and that there were a bunch of like MAGA hats. <laughs> Who... It's not a troll. It's real, man. They're okay. really trying. They're really. That was actually a thing. They are that really was owning thing. us. Okay. <laughs> I'm feeling super owned. I'm feeling super triggered. Uh, I'm probably going to cry, and or melt, which might you know be the what? same thing. When you are a snowflake like me, uh, who <laughs> right. really hates to watch conservatives eat cat food out of a tree. <laughs> Muy frío. Well, yeah. it's just so. It's just so offensive. <laughs> it's offensive to survivalists, you know. <laughs> oh, like, man. Quit no. appropriating my survivalist Dude, that is, culture. that is like ultra conservative uh, checkmate right there. Because oh, you're, you're pitting the like the meme lords against the actual survivalist guys. It's like that. Dude. Uh, it's, it's like that, that uh, rally where they all showed up to defend against antifa that's right and antifa wasn't even supposed to be there and there's that guy sitting <laughs> under the tree with all of his like pepes drawn out on poster board and he's like they're good memes guys <laughs> right. and everyone's just like fucking like yelling at him that dude's out. in jail for attempted murder right right, yeah. right. 
Dude, that, if, if we've got different levels of dunks, that's the equivalent right there of the dunk that shatters the backboard or whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, just, we just dropped it. Oh, man. <laughs> well, shit, what are we at? Uh, should we take a break and... Yeah, let's take, a, let's take a short break. Now, so I, I know In-N-Out Burger, don't believe me, but why you would stand out in front of an In-N-Out Burger and complain that Twitter had banned you, did we ever figure out that? But here, here he is. It makes as much sense as anything else yeah. that this prick does. Even do that. Exactly. Fuck Jack from Twitter. Commie tech loser. He is a commie. All these tech companies are commies. All right, pause it for In one second. I just want to, be, want to be clear what we're watching here. We are watching him walk around the back door around near the bathroom of the In-N-Out Burger, pacing back and forth in this parking lot, complaining that the guy who owns Twitter or runs Twitter is a commie. This is important to note, okay, because he's got a problem with commies. It's going to be an interesting arc. Yes. Haven't tweeted for two days. It's very it upset. Can you, it doesn't make any sense, bro. Tell the people. Tell them to free me. I didn't. Are you, you baked Alaska? Baked Alaska. I was just checking you out. Really? All right, pause it. Now we should just I'm, say, guy pulled up and waved him over, and uh, it's this. Uh, I guess is he British or Australian? I can't quite. I think he's Australian. Australian guy in a, in a in a car, and he's he's talking to Baked Alaska right now. I got banned from Twitter, and I I, I believe it's because I'm a conservative. I support Donald Trump. I support the president. I think it's kind of fucked up. What do you think? private company they can do what they want to do with they can they also be assholes which they're being which they can, they're being but they can do what they want to do Doesn't but but, right. it, but it's sort of a monopoly i mean twitter yeah. is you know the first m mode of communication that the president of the united states uses is twitter so in a way that's like banning you from the post office it's like it's like what are we going to start banning people's utilities like oh turn off your water because we don't like your opinion turn off your electricity think about that yeah, no, twitter in a way is utility yeah. i'm an entertainer so in other words what he's saying is the guy who runs um twitter is a communist and that what the way um uh, what we should do is nationalize twitter and make it a fundamental right that the state is required to provide to everyone. To public commons, dude. It's totally unfair. It's like water and utilities and all these other things that my entire political project, besides ironically calling for genocide, would get rid of. What a fucking moron. I was just talking about how I'm kind of horrified a little bit to put this podcast out. <laughs> this okay. one? Okay. A little bit. Well, I mean, I think it's pretty... We'll definitely... Not, oh, not this, not this one. This oh. one that we're doing right now? Yeah. Okay. This one's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, yeah. The, the one, one that you were publishing. The therapeutic, yes. The therapy one. Yeah. You really Did you just hear got... any of this, Matt? Yeah. Fill Matt in on your show. It's a cool... It's a cool idea. Yeah. Tell me the story. So... I'm hoping that tomorrow, I don't know what that's going to be, 
in the future mm. when listeners are listening to this. Maybe it'll November be yesterday. The 17th. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't understand time. Um, <laughs> so we're going to be releasing our first one. It is called Naughty by Nurture. All right. Nice. And it is a, a podcast about mental health and politics, I guess. That's awesome. Something like That's that. That's great. Yeah. And so still trying to find our voice and uh, what the hell we're doing, but... Um, sure. We are too. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess we all are. A year later. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's great. So, so what do you... Uh, what do you envision the podcast being at some point? Hopefully a few different things like different. Hopefully we'll have sort of different types of shows right now. We're thinking that we'll have some like current event and like talking about our own sort of relationships with mental health and politics. Right. Mm. And sort of more informal chats. It's not like there's a, giant issue going on right now in politics and pop culture that would afflict like <laughs> mental yeah, mental health, health yeah. issues on yeah. anyone. Yeah. All right. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's just I mean, you can look at pretty much any issue through a mental health lens. That's my that's my hope for my career. And then the other kind of podcast we're hoping to do is sort of like structured skill based okay like building coping skills and psychological skills through a political lens and like how that's relevant to our politics and our lives sounds awesome i mean i think think there's a there's a big thing in uh like trauma therapy for people to understand that there are other people who are like them and have gone through similar Mm -hmm. things and it's way easier to model like good healing behavior if you're a person who is a human and not a uh like a textbook example of you -hmm, didn't go mm -hmm. like this person didn't go through this and like if you think about what our system does what our society does is it like we're so profoundly alienated in a lot of ways sure no, I, I, I dispute that because I have 700 friends on Facebook and they are <laughs> they are my best friends. Um, I, well, I, I live my life. There is their, something uh, to the idea like of vacation breath. photos. Breath is important. Yeah. yeah. Validation. <laughs> a lot of connection is a thing. Likes are basically <laughs> the same thing as uh, yeah. actual human interaction, right? Yeah, and like, yeah, I mean, right. you, and like, you and I are on Twitter. You're roughly as much as each other. Um. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> yeah, we're we're mufos. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> mufos. <laughs> Mutual follows. Oh my god! You don't uh, know what a mufo is. I literally. That's so embarrassing for you. <laughs> no, dude, I wear that shit as a badge of honor. <laughs> like my web two point oh. Look how look how little I care. Yeah, seriously, man. Because <laughs> yeah. I because I could walk down the street and find friends in real life. Like I can make friends in real life the way Ooh, some I people. I can make friends in real life. <laughs> the way Ooh, some I'm people. Shock. Well, you know. <laughs> 
<laughs> Honestly, Megan, here's a little here's a little bit for you and the listeners to know about me. Like, I used to get that a lot in college because people are like, oh, Chuck's in a fraternity. He has to pay for friends and stuff. Even though I had tons of friends, right? You know, I, but I was like, dude, I'm going to be... I'm going to be Barack Obama someday, and I need to check off all these boxes, including white fraternity at a white university. And, uh, but, like, actually, it, it honestly wasn't that either. I, you know, they recruited me to play I, No, this sport. is canon now. This isn't, this is... The truth is Chuck. they recruited me for something else. And anyways, yeah, I've, I've already heard that whole look at me i gotta buy my <laughs> friends and now i'm like look at me i can make You're friends like, in real life you know yeah, like look at me. yeah look at me yeah well, but i mean it, it works the other direction too like look at me i've got ten thousand twitter followers right. and like all all i ever really do is just make like super cynical jokes at other people's expense like right. this this isn't actually like political engagement it's no uh, no it's it's what the fucking all right calls virtue signaling, but the thing yeah. is, like, almost everything that you ever do could be rightly characterized as virtue signaling because yeah, right. Right. when you're doing the right thing, you also want to be recognized for it. I don't know. And like, it's important I for in, like influencing and setting norms. Like, you, absolutely. Like, yeah. make that shit explicit. Like, yeah. yes. <laughs> right. These I'm are... out here doing good work because I want to signal to the world that there is a virtue to the work that I'm doing. No <laughs> yeah. way. Because yeah. I and know that like... virtue is its own reward. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, apparently virtue is But then is how do you own... know what it is? <laughs> I mean, you watch me, Megan, and then we you're like, have... whoa, look how virtuous... That dude's a virtuoso over there. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah no uh, well, all right is there is there any kind of a uh a high note here do we have a high note let's I think see we, we talked about the high note is me the, the high note is you yeah <laughs> all right but you only get to play that card one time because this is your second but not even close to nearly the last appearance <laughs> right <laughs> Uh, you, you're kind of no, I'm not using it now. Kind of a oh, member, oh, hold on kind to of it a member of the crew, of <laughs> right? I'm holding on to it. Okay, no, that's oh. all good. No, the high note, it. Matt. You've got the high note. Uh, what was the, the high note? The Oklahoma. Did we talk about that? Did already? we talk about that? Did we talk about the Oklahoma election already? While we were recording. Mm, I don't. No, how is that? The, is that a high note? Oh, what I is think, a high I think note. Yeah, it's. I think it's a great high note. I thought okay, the high yeah, note yeah, 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 was Baked Alaska. We're, we're still recording, right? Okay. Yeah. Wait, are we? Yeah. <laughs> right. Cool. Wait, is the high note is not the Baked Alaska? No, that was just really no, funny. Ba no, I think the high note is <laughs> this uh, Oklahoma special election, where to oh, the, the Oklahoma State House they elected a gal named. Allison Ickley Freeman. Yeah, like last week or something. Uh, uh, who was a... Uh, every single news outlet is like, Oklahomans elect a lesbian to their state house. A married lesbian, they say. Yeah. Well, married married to a, an African-American woman, right. as, as I oh. understand it. But um, she unseated just some kind of like general, like dumbass Republican guy. Right. Uh, so there's Rad. like... But the significance is the county 
that this was in oh is or, uh yeah it's it's the same county the that covers tulsa yeah, right um that was we, like 36 percent for trump or majority. Uh, yeah no it was it was uh way more than that it was a uh, or uh, i want to say like 65 percent right for trump or something how did that um, happen people I, don't care people honestly it be, so they just like got they just brought people who did actually care out like the, look i'll, I'll say this chunk of I'll, I'll say this for oklahoma tulsa actually has the potential to be pretty cool there sure. are a bunch of like kind of progressive people who live sure. there uh they don't necessarily show up for midterms mm-hmm. or progressive elections but or apparently they did right, this time okay which is great yeah right. but then you got to think about they had to have shown up for the presidential election and that presidential election mm-hmm. in that district still went 63% to Trump. So then you got to think either the other people just don't care, yeah. which Didn't it's partly that it's partly the Trump effect where the rebound people are going to come out in mm-hmm. stronger force. Sure. It's partly that it's partly because literally people that voted for Trump don't give a shit because they made she probably has neighbors that voted for Trump and then voted for her because they're like yeah she's my neighbor she's really nice yeah. mm-hmm. well, I but I still want mm-hmm. a businessman fucking all my shit up because I think a minority's <laughs> gonna take it otherwise Yeah, you know? I think there's also something to be said for uh, it it kind of depends on the strength of the candidate sure you know yeah. that she obviously is a uh, as a gay folk um, had like <laughs> had something to say you know she mm-hmm. she had a position and right. people were able to rally around that and her other message where it's like i mean that's the that's a an enduring criticism of the hillary clinton campaign that it didn't really stand <laughs> for anything it stood for kind of like it was like status quo we and like <laughs> america line, already is great yeah <laughs> right, yeah yeah that America that still has all the... Well, look, um, yeah. Honestly, we had an interesting discussion about this in my current event discussion group at church. Hmm. You know, there are... There's a pretty good mix of people from a lot of different backgrounds, military, education, legal, all that stuff in there. They're all, like, over, you know, 65 years old. And this one dude was, like, an airman and a Republican, but he's... He's super level-headed. He's super cool. Mm-hmm. And we, we were like, look, America is... It's okay to think that America is the greatest country in the world, but still also say, look, we can take ideas from other places and, you know, there, sure. we don't necessarily do everything the best. And so, you <laughs> yeah, know... We, we certainly haven't done everything Are you the best suggesting? over the history. There, that we like uh, turn right. it down a notch. Well, yeah, you know, I'm suggesting that <laughs> there are people that are waking up to the idea that it's not an absolute like American exceptionalism, right? That we can be exceptional in some things. You know, we made TV dinners, but we also it's not are, a ch- it's not as childish a narcissism now. <laughs> right, right. It's a little more mature. Sure, a different kind of right. You know, like we've do a lot of shit that we could do better so i don't know <laughs> well i think there i think there are a lot of uh, interesting reasons to be proud of being from america i mean there 100%. has been a lot of innovation i think there's a there's a strong argument that 
America attracts people who are innovators. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the people who, I mean, we're we're a country of immigrants. Migrate to this country. People, yes. I mean, the people who weren't brought here forcefully or had like white people enforced on them. Right. Um, for the most part, they're volunteers, and they're also really creative, innovative volunteers. They're the people who want to make a new life someplace new and that's that's something that that's worth cultivating yeah hmm. and the difference between trump and some of those migrants that live around the block for me that have you know businesses and entrepreneurial ventures is theirs haven't failed yet you know like they're not they weren't given a million dollars of seed money from their father absolutely but, but it could be argued that their businesses are as successful if not way more successful yeah you know? sure so and it's i mean that's the immigrant experience uh, living in out general the is like the the first generation comes here they get treated like shit they are poor but they work really hard and they build up a little bit of uh like capital and then their kids like go to school and they speak the language and they've got a little bit of a nest egg to like send them to college and then their kids are fucking rich because you come from a heritage of people who like came here to work really fucking hard. Yeah, but then when <laughs> but then when they're rich, then they start to become shitty. Like the kid, <laughs> yeah, right, because they're born into it that did realize the struggle. Yeah, that the, they're, the fourth, yeah. the fourth generation. Right. I gotta say, totally not fair. I'm totally not prepared to have a discussion about patriotism. <laughs> what the fucking anarchist right now? Hey, it's all right, man. It's all right. <laughs> no, but the thing is, like, this this doesn't have to do with. It's it's only an America thing because that's the current system. Like, there what? there could be anarchist, uh, you know, like free borders sort of areas that would be probably similar to this. You know, like you go there, it's hard, <laughs> yeah. but there's a lot of innovation. You know. <laughs> man what's up i just got like lost in so much theory just now like i am not it's i am not equipped to engage in this it's okay it's okay <laughs> no it's okay redirect <laughs> yeah so um you, you gotta let me prepare for that one next time no no that's yes. that's fine this is a this is a conversation that's always going on um <laughs> it's one I'm not used to having as much that's and going back to the the Nagel stuff it's just like I just am not oh, yeah. used to talking about patriotism that much anymore because I'm not around I'm cut off from people who do care honestly we Megan could record for five hours at a time record like three hour episodes patriot I'm I'm intently focused on it Megan because I feel like I have the only I'm trying to have real conversations with people mm -hmm. that don't agree with me and I have yeah. to think about what patriotism means to me because there has to be a common language mm -hmm. that says look I can be critical right. of these things and look what I've also done you know I went through Boy Scouts you know I love conservation and the ecology and those kind of things mm -hmm. and I've taken part in you know community action and all that kind of stuff so like and I come from a family that has veterans of wars and stuff so I do recognize patriotism and I feel like that for me has to be the the kind of foundational language with these people 
before they can even hear because they look at me and they're like this kid hates america you yeah. know because he's sitting here and he's upset and he's marching with black lives matter i don't hate america but i do want to address some things and i'm not going to be able to do that if the other people look at me like i'm a I'm a na national hater. Yeah, I'm unpatriotic. Yeah. Sure. So I do have to speak in yeah. that language when I'm amongst That's critical. when I'm a stranger in a strange mm -hmm. land, which is my land, you know. So yeah. <laughs> so it's definitely very much a part of fucking shit up or breaking down the structures that aren't sustainable in our society. One hundred percent. A wolf in sheep's clothing, if you will. I don't know. <laughs> Well, I think that's a. No. I mean, I, I think that's a really nice place to bring the episode out. Yeah. Actually, um, uh, <laughs> no, seriously, the the recognition of this stuff isn't just virtue signaling. It's not. Right. I mean, these these issues are impacting people left and right. Right. Um, this uh, this gal who got elected in Oklahoma is absolutely a high note on a. Mm -hmm kind of a slow hopefully steady progress toward where yeah. you don't have to make that kind of excuse for your political views right well yeah i mean it'll be interesting to see if that's the case i mean people have been saying it since the martin luther king times that you know you can't have you cannot have a disappointment without there being love behind it you know you have to love something before you can be disappointed from it. Sure. So, you know, it's been that discussion has been there all along, but hopefully now it's not just like an undercurrent and it's like really making a wave or something. Yeah. So, well, I think there's a lot of that going on right now. Definitely. Definitely. You know, on the one side, on the high note side, it's definitely we're seeing it in the elections, but on the low note side, we're even just seeing it in all the sexual assaults. That's on both sides. It's affecting people on both Absolutely. sides. Absolutely. Clearing out a bunch of these people that yeah. we, I mean, it's it's good. I mean, it's it's kind of nice to see the, like, the storm coming and, yeah. like, mm -hmm. scaring up all of these cases. Like, get these people out of there. You know, there are better people. We talked but, about it last week. Yeah. And I think this is, like, this is why mental health like we need a fucking we need a podcast making we need to pick it up man like, oh yeah definitely yeah definitely this, this shit's gonna be hard it's gonna be trying yeah 100 percent. and we need to be we need to be flexible for it yes we need to be flexible we need to brace for it we need to understand that you know mental health is part of health care and or it should be a part of it you know in and, and all like these politics. things right yeah it, sh it should Absolutely. be part of our politics <laughs> right all right well i mean on that note megan you are at the meme vivich on twitter just but... meme bitch okay meme witch it's double meme bitch <laughs> right meme -witch. i okay. gosh i should <laughs> well i thought that was great but other things uh, you know these other projects that you're working on what's the name of your new podcast where they can where can they find you uh naughty by nurture okay and we are nbn cast that's NBN awesome c-a-s-t that's so sandy <laughs> no we i i think uh whatever liquid flannel can do to amplify that message we're willing to do. That's right. Oh, Be yeah, prepared dude. for literally dozens of people 
pain pain <laughs> so I'm fucking so. pumped Ag- excellent it. excellent and in the meantime you can find us on SoundCloud on Facebook on iTunes at Radus Flannel yeah Radus um, we're on Reddit nobody pays attention to that we're also <laughs> on Twitter individually I am at Matt the Great with the W Chuck where are you I am at Shaggy to Trope and Brendan is at Brendan Williams with one L and it's been a really fun kind of a strange episode it's been an audible it's been a freestyle yeah, yeah. but you know sometimes you gotta do this shake it up you know? we're delighted that Megan joined us and we always yeah. Chicago correspondent. It's great to be here. <laughs> and we will see you next time. Thanks again, Vegan. Oh! <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> wow, okay. Uh, <laughs> yo! <laughs> I, I hung up on you. That was awesome. <laughs> that was great. <laughs>